What secrets do lead conversion experts know that you don't? We're going to discover those today. Stay tuned. This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by Real Geeks. How many homes are you going to sell this year? Do you have the right tools? Is your website turning soft leads into interested buyers? Are you spending money on leads that aren't converting? Well, Real Geeks is your solution. Find out why agents across the country choose Real Geeks as their technology partner. Real Geeks was created by an agent for agents. They pride themselves on delivering a sales and marketing solution so that you can easily generate more business. Their agent websites are fast and built for lead conversion with a smooth search experience for your visitors. Real Geeks also includes an easy-to-use agent CRM, so once a lead signs up on your website, you can track their interest and have great follow-up conversations. Real Geeks is loaded with a ton of marketing tools to nurture your leads and increase brand awareness. Visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod and find out why realtors come to Real Geeks to generate more business. Again, visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod. And now, on to our show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I am your guide and host through the show in just a moment. We're going to be speaking with Dale Archdeacon about lead conversion strategies that you might not know about that definitely work. So before we get to Dale, though, a couple of quick reminders. Please tell a friend about this at this show. Send him over to our website, keepingitrealpod.com. Every episode we've ever done, and I think we have 400 of those now, are there to be watched or listened to right from our website. Or if they're a podcast person, just have them pull up whatever podcast app they use, search for Keeping It Real, and hit that subscribe button. By the way, uh, we have links to all of the major podcast apps and directories right on keepingitrealpod.com. And also leave us a review. If you're an Apple podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, wherever, let us know what you think of the show. We love reviews. We love to hear comments from our listeners about what they like and also maybe what they want to see changed because we do this for you, so you have to let us know. All right, guys, enough from me. Let's get to our main event, our, my conversation with Dale Archdeacon. sales.com. Let me tell you a little bit more about Dale. Now, Dale has 16 years of experience in the real estate world and is a lead conversion expert. He was originally born in the Midwest, currently resides in the suburbs of Philadelphia. He partnered to build the number two team in his area and lead the top five Keller Williams mega team to many years of success. He's also built from the ground up and managed large ISA departments and created a repeatable training process that allowed him to take a stranger off the street, give them an average lead mix, and develop 60 transactions in a year. He has a passion to help others become beasts in lead conversion, and that's why he founded Smart Inside Sales and created their flagship course, Conversion University. Please, everyone listening, visit smartinsidesales.com. Again, smart InsideSales.com to see all of the different programs they have for real estate professionals around lead conversion. Dale, welcome to the show. 
Thank you for having me, DJ. I really appreciate it, man. I'm, I'm honored uh, to be on the best podcast in all of real estate-dom. <laughs> Well, um, well, I don't think that's my show, but I'm a pl- I'm glad to have you anyway. Um, <laughs> I, I certainly am not the best host out there, uh, but I'm glad to have you because you, you really are somebody who is exceptional in this industry and you've done just a lot of really super cool things. Um, I one thing that you know, on our show, we, we talk a lot about is marketing and business development finding clients, right? And what we what, we talk a lot about strategies for uh, client acquisition. One thing we don't really talk about, though, is lead conversion. Um, so I'm excited to have that conversation with you and to get your insight and experience and knowledge about best practices there. But I want to start all the way back at the beginning of your real estate career because our audience loves to know, you know, where you came from and and, and how you got to where you are now. So do you mind sharing that with us? Yeah, sure. You know, um, I've always been interested in real estate for some reason. Like I've always been infatuated with like buildings and purchasing. Like I started investing before I got a real estate license. And, you know, I ended up buying a triplex off Craigslist. It was a terrible purchase. It was my like my first investment property. I didn't have the room to hire a real estate agent. I had to FISBO the property myself just to get out from under it like two and a half years later. Um, then I went and got my real estate license because I was like, oh, hey, selling real estate is so easy. I can like, you know, make a ton of money part time and then invest in real estate the other part time and I'll just be laughing all the way to the bank. And as anybody listening here knows that for the most part, most of us, when you first get your real estate license, it doesn't work that way. You work your ass off and you barely get some deals. You make some money, but it takes a grind in order to develop your business. And that's some that's something that I, I found out the hard way once I got a real estate license. Yeah. So, so t- let's talk about that struggle. So you got you got your license and uh, it wasn't all wine and roses immediately. It was not. It was not. And so, uh, you know, I got in and uh, went to like the boot camp. At that time, I was with Coldwell Banker and they had this like training boot camp that you had to go to. Right. So I went to the training boot camp and they taught me how to call for sale by owners and expireds and things like that. And I didn't know any better. I'm pretty good at just doing what I'm told so long as I agree with it, which is another topic. But I did it, called them, got appointments and and started getting listings, uh, believe it or not. Um, And then, you know, things were still tough. And so I actually went to a coaching company, a a coaching company came to my local office, did their little dog and pony show. And so I signed up. And at the time, I think it was like, it was like 400 bucks a month or something like that. My wife is like, you're crazy. Like, we, I don't know how we're going to pay the rent uh, this month. And you're spending 400 bucks on that crap. And I was like, nope, I need somebody to show me what to do and help me. And so I went through their training course. And although their scripts and dialogues were very outdated and weren't any fun for anybody, either the salesperson or the the lead, the prospect, I did what they told me and I kept the lights on and I progressed through and and built a real estate business. Um, And so that, that, that was the journey and I had to grind it out, man. I was a lot of times I was the only guy in the office, in the prospecting room, you know, four to five days a week for two to three hours a day, just grinding it out, having conversations with people and getting punched in the face. Um, and that's just what you, what I had. That was my journey. Yeah, I, it's such a, I, I always think, you know, it's like, um, I know there's certain companies that like UPS, I think does this, where if you want to uh, ascend the ranks at UPS, they put you on a driving route 
first because they want you to see, you know, to know every step of the process and, and calling FISBOs, uh, which, you know, for those who, uh, who might not be familiar with that term for sale by owner, um, calling expired listings, those are, uh, those are difficult calls. Those are the delivery route, UPS <laughs> drive, uh, you know, route uh, deliveries of yeah. the real estate world. Those are difficult calls and, but they probably helped you hone the, your skill to be able to talk to somebody who doesn't yet know you and, you know, create some sort of level of intimacy. Oh yeah, absolutely. It was, you know, I, I wouldn't be where I am now without doing all of that dirty work up front. And in fact, you know, what's crazy is when I was in high school, I had a part-time dead end job working in a call center, selling credit card insurance, like part-time, right? Where you had to call up little old ladies and convince them that they needed to buy credit card insurance to protect themselves from fraud, which these days is ridiculous. Um, but that's what I was selling back then. And I did pretty okay at it. I had no idea that however many years in the future, I can't do the math, but that many years in the future, again, those, that direct selling experience over the phone would actually come in handy when working expires and for sale by owners. And then what happened is I was the, I was really known as the cold call prospector guy in my office. Um, I was predominantly working just by myself. My wife and I kind of partnered up a little bit, but there was another agent in my, in my office. He had a small team. He had about, it was him and four other agents and they were selling about a hundred houses a year. He went and bought a really well SEO'd website. Um, and he came to me one day, he was like, hey, I have this website, it's literally dumping gold out on the floor and my agents are lazy and they're just cherry picking. Would you come and help me with this? Will you come work these leads? And I said, listen, I'm, I'm honored, man, but I'm getting a little burned out myself actually doing it. And I've heard about this crazy idea called ISAs or inside sales agents. Um, and some teams around the country are basically hiring a dedicated salesperson either in their office or within their local market whose, own, whose sole job is to receive and convert and warm up and nurture leads into appointments for the agents. And I said, let's try that. He said, great idea. So I joined up with him and then we proceeded to do things wrong and screw it up and waste a lot of money until we finally got it figured out and, and could make it profitable and, and, and turn that investment into 3x, 4x return. Um, so that was, that was the next stage after I did it myself, trying to figure out how to teach other people to do it and screwing it up and wasting money and then being successful at it. And then I went another step further and in 2016 started my, you know, went full time in my coaching and training company where we teach teams and brokers across North America how to do the same thing. It's really important. I, I we were talking before we started the show today about uh, really about, about acquisition. So, you know, what happens is, you know, we, we meet people out in, you know, our social lives or, you know, through a website, you know, somebody finds our website and they maybe submit a form or we're purchasing leads. And we have this, you know, sphere of influence or just contact list, you know, depending on, on the relationship, of course, that we have with each individual person in that list. We, we have to do something to nurture and maintain, you know, some sort of relationship with them and, and deepen the relationship over time um, and, and also convert them into a client, right? And so I'm just curious on, you know, what, what Smart Inside Sales teaches and what, how they help uh, agents, you know, more efficiently move somebody from list or, or from, from lead to close. 
Sure. So let me describe how things normally work. You have lists, you have scripts, right? Uh, yeah. There are, you could go uh, search Google right now for free scripts, free real estate scripts or ISA scripts. <clears throat> scripts are not hard to find. Your broker hands you scripts. There's scripts all over the internet. There's people on YouTube who will teach you scripts. So one is, what are you going to say? Two, can you actually execute on saying it, right? How good are you at doing it? And will you do it over time? So that's the first thing. So where my company comes in is we are beyond those basic scripts. We are beyond those things that your broker gives you and doesn't practice with you and doesn't enforce with you. So once you've got some legs under you, so our, our ideal clients already have leads coming in. They already have a sphere of influence. They already have a pa uh, past clients, right? They, they already are generating internet leads. They're already doing market in their, marketing in their local market. Where we come in is doing tactical scripting and dialogue training that is beyond your basic scripting you find on the internet or free coaching on YouTube, right? And beyond the things that your broker gave you. We take your conversation to the next level. And so what we've done essentially, when, when I was building and running ISA departments, what I did is I said, okay, what do high level salespeople uh, do in their conversations? What do those agents who sell 30, 40, 50 homes a year and have been doing it for 20 years, what do they sound like when they need to address an initial lead, a brand new lead, opening a conversation with them? How do they assess and deal with an objection when it comes to them? How do they tee up and uh, give you a powerful close for an appointment or a signature or a price reduction, right? How do they do it? How do they look at it? How do I do it? How did I do it when I'm calling those FISBOs and expireds? And so what I did is I took those concepts and distilled them down into something that I could teach somebody who was relatively new. I baked them into concepts that I could teach them. And we have like games that we play. We have different strategies and concepts that we use for teaching, basically knocking off the learning curve for a newer or less experienced uh, agent or ISA or even someone who hasn't been taught our strategies and techniques yet to ramp them up faster, to be able to increase their ability to stay in a conversation with a new lead, to get an appointment with a new lead and to expertly deal with a lot of the objections that come to them. And so I'll, I'll say this, if you, if you look at objection handling, for instance, let's just pick that one off the, off the board. Traditional sales training will typically give you paragraphs to read, right? Hey, if the lead says this, you say this, combination of why they're wrong and why they should do things the way you want to and how amazing you are. We don't teach any of that kind of stuff. We don't give you paragraphs of stuff to read to people because you're not going to remember paragraphs of stuff to read to people. We teach you a process for saying, oh, hmm, you know, DJ is saying no to me, not now, not under these circumstances, not with these people or not with you. I better understand why DJ would say that in the first place and what DJ will get out of doing it at a different time under different circumstances or with a different person. Because once I understand that, it shows me what DJ is saying yes to. And now I just need to figure out, can I give DJ what he wants to say yes to? Because if I can, he's more likely to say yes to me. This is the kind of stuff that we teach salespeople so that they can go from making you wrong and arguing with you to being on the same side of the table with you and giving you what you want so that they have a better chance of getting a yes from you. 
Yeah, I absolutely wholeheartedly agree with with that approach. Uh, this idea of really systematizing and you're creating workflow around conversation, specifically with you know lead lead generation for for real estate, I think is 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 not talked about enough in our interest industries. This idea of where do we go from here? What's the objective? I'm going to pick up the phone. I'm going to call this person and I need to have a system. I need to have a process. I need to have ready to go answers. And yes, maybe the, the, we, we don't want to, you know, be reading off of paragraphs, but we need to, we need to be prepared. It's that Boy Scout motto, I think, and, and be prepared and know how to move the person along. And it's different from, presenting, right? So you're you're not a big fan of presenting. Here's why I'm so great. Here check out my peacock feathers. I am I am, you know, a, a pillar of my industry. I am important. You're more about learning about the ind- the client's needs and addressing them directly, correct? Yeah, absolutely. And even more so about their perceptions, their misconceptions, uh, and how their world works and what they're trying to get to. And that's specifically for objection handling. And don't get me wrong, there are times where you need to show your feathers. There are times where you need to have a strong value statement. Um, And that's another area that we teach people in is, you know, sometimes when I speak from stage, one of the things I'll do is I'll start talking about value statements. I'll just introduce the topic. Hey, you know, value statements in my company, when we teach them are basically how you would answer the question, if a lead or a prospect said to you, why should I buy my home with you? or Why should I list my home for sale with you? And I just talk about why that's important from stage. And then I say, hey, who here wants to volunteer to answer that question for me right now? Uh, You know, you who feel like you're confident about being able to articulate that. Some hands will go up. I call on them. And you'd be surprised at how how, uh, weak or not impactful their ability to articulate their value proposition is. And, and, And this is like people with... 15 years, 20 years of experience in the business because it hasn't been put to them that way. You know what I'm saying? And so they actually struggle doing that. And then once they have that realization, they're like, wow, okay, now I know what I'm going back home to work on so that if anyone ever asked me, why should I buy my home with you? Why should I list my home with you? They can automatically tell me what those value propositions are. And that's a matter of taking it out of context and just practicing it in a vacuum. So you're not going to run around being like, oh, hey, this, 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 and that is the reason you should buy with me. We're, we're more sophisticated than that. But if you if you don't have that ability to pull that out when it's needed, you won't. And it will, it will be, it'll fall flat. And it's going to come up unexpectedly, right? It, it hits you at unexpected moments of the day all of a sudden somebody, you know, uh, the word real estate, you know, is, is, is heard in the background. Maybe you're at a party or, or just at the grocery store or wherever you, you're somewhere and your antenna go up because uh, real estate is being discussed. And all of a sudden now opportunity presents itself or potential opportunity presents itself. And you now have this small window of time, right? We, what we used to call elevator pitches, you know, 10 seconds, 20 seconds to say, Hey, by the way, and then boom, you've got a few seconds to, to get your message across. And you are absolutely right. I think most 
most real estate agents wouldn't have a tight 10, 20 second, uh, you know, sort of pitch that, uh, so I'm curious on, on, on what, what your suggestions are for people who are in that position. So the way that we teach that, um, really depending on the student that we're working with. So some of the teams and brokers we work with will have very clear value propositions, right? Or, uh, they'll have uh, very specific things like sell your home within a certain period of time, uh, or it's free or, you know, those very specific type of structured, uh, value propositions. If you're a team or broker and don't run things like that, you at least want to be able to articulate, uh, your values and so what we'll do is when we're teaching students we'll say hey here's a list of values these are the things that buyers want these are the list of things that sellers want and generally speaking just things that consumers want uh and we'll say okay i need you to be able to articulate your value if a buyer lead says i want expertise i want uh, customer service and I want communication, right? Now, I want you to take those three and I want you to bundle them into a statement. And usually that will give them a framework. And we'll say, you want your framework, this is a place to start. It should be something like I, we, or my team have specific experience, knowledge, or um, uh, technique or strategy that will get you consumer value statement, value statement, value statement, right? And so you start with that kind of framework with them and, and then you say, okay, now sell me expertise, market knowledge and customer service, right? Do that, state it in that way. And then you start practicing their ability to articulate and tell a narrative about how they're going to meet those needs or those wants for that client in the context of working with me or what we do or what we know or how we do it. Yeah, this idea of practicing and scripting um, is so critical. I, you know, I my day job is a real estate recruiter. I talk to realtors. So uh, our listeners are out there talking to clients, buying and selling homes. Um, and I'm sort of on the other end where I'm, you know, trying to convince people to join our brokerage. And I will tell you, I've been doing it for 12 years. I have very specific scripting that I have developed over, over that time. And I think it, in some ways, it's a little bit of a lost art with realtors uh, for their clients. They need to have these, these scripting uh, processes down. Uh, this is really important to practice. It's really important to have a polished presentation that is interactive. Um, and I just don't, I don't find a lot of uh, realtors are practicing these particular skills, which is where, of course, smart inside sales comes in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we, you know, we, we've intentionally stayed pretty niche in what we do, because there, it's like, we, we do the stuff that you need to do that you don't want to do that actually works. And we just do it over and over and over again, right? So we come in, we get you to come in, we give you high quality training and we repeat it and we do it over again because here's what we find is I can tell you, hey, DJ, if they say this to you, you say that to them. You go, uh-huh, sure, I'll do that. And I say, okay, now DJ, let's practice this. I'm going to say this and you kind of screw it up. You don't get it right. I got to correct you. We got to practice it till you feel confident and you can internalize it. And then I say, great. Now do that every time and you say, yes, I'm going to. And then I say, hey, DJ let's actually listen to what you did say to the consumers now that you know all those things. 
and you completely screw it up and don't do anything that we just practiced and that we just trained you, right? And they say, okay, DJ, you hear that recording? That's where you're supposed to say the thing. Now let's practice the thing again. It's that iterative process that you have to do. Um, and, you know, we're humans. None of us likes doing the same stuff over again. I am, I am a victim of shiny object syndrome. I get it. But I do know that consistency over time with high quality process or strategy is where is what gets you to your goals. 1000 trillion percent agree. I, it's one of those things. It's not, it, 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 I always call it like the push up, push up syndrome. Like if, um, you know, doing push ups is not fun, <laughs> but it's a heck of a good exercise. And it, 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 it's a good foundational exercise that we should be doing daily. Uh, you know, I'm just using this as an example, of course, same sort of thing for for sales skills. You know, if you don't have your your pitch down, um, or if you haven't really uh, ever record, you know, think about comedians, right? Comedians go on stage, they do a set, they try out jokes, uh, they record their sets, and they listen back, and they say, okay, well, that word didn't work, that sentence didn't work. You know, really we need to think about when we're at a listing presentation or we're meeting with a buyer for the first time, we need to think of it as a performance. It is, it's an authentic performance. It's not, uh, you know, we're not talking about doing something that, that isn't authentic to, to the person, but to have an authentic performance means you need to know what you're going to say when, right? And that's what you guys really help is figuring out what to say when. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, uh, and again, for the memory, it's not about memorization. Old, yeah. Older school methodology around this sales training was about method, uh, memorization. Yeah. Um, but what we teach instead is a perspective. We teach a perspective and a process that uh, you can use. And once you shift the perspective of a salesperson into uh, one of a collaborator rather than a than a um, antagonist or yeah you know someone who if you can shift the perspective of a salesperson from I have to convince you to do something that's not in your best interest and that you're opposed to to I care about you and you and I are business partners and we have to figure out how to best serve you so that we can make the best business decision together mr. lead uh, it changes how you approach people, right? It really changes how you talk to them. Yeah, it's the idea of, well, I was saying like, hey, I have an idea for you, Mr. Lead. I have, I want to bring value to you, right? Is is really the underlying principle here is this idea of I'm on the same side of the table as you, right? That That is, that is your whole entire approach uh, on the sales process is we're, we're here together. I've got an idea that you may want to, you know, you may want to consider. Um, and that's really what, what we're chat talking about, correct? Yeah, absolutely. And so when you can translate that to your ISAs, when you can translate that to your agents, it makes them so much more comfortable and confident and actually eager to go out and have more conversations because when they, when the light bulb goes off and, and it changes for them and they're no longer being adversaries to these people, but they're looking at it more like, hey, I want more people to partner with. We may partner today. We may partner next week. We may partner in six months. We may partner in five years. But I want as many potential business partners in the future as possible. And I can deal with any kind of objection or perspective that they throw my way because I'm just here to help them.
I want to pause for a moment to talk about our episode sponsor, our one of my favorite companies out there, Follow Up Boss. Now, after interviewing hundreds of top realtors in the country for this podcast, do you know which CRM is used by more than any other by our guests? Of course, it is Follow Up Boss. And let's face it, following up is the key to taking your business to the next level. Follow Up Boss will help you drive more leads in less time and with less effort. Do not take my word for it. Robert Slack, who runs the number one team in the U.S., uses Follow-Up Boss, and he has built a $1.5 billion business in just six years. Follow-Up Boss integrates with over 250 systems, so you can keep your current tools and lead sources. Also, the best part, they have seven-day-a-week support, so you'll get the help that you need when you need it. And get this, Follow-Up Boss is so sure that you're going to love their CRM that for a limited time, they're offering Keeping It Real listeners a 30-day free trial, which is twice as much time as they give everyone else. And oh, yeah. Yeah, no credit card required. So you can try it risk-free, but only if you use this special link. Visit followupboss.com forward slash real. That's followupboss.com forward slash real for your free 30-day trial. Follow up like a boss with Follow Up Boss. And now back to our episode. Yeah, I'm curious on how you nurture leads over time. So, you know, of course, people are ready to buy when they're ready to buy and they're ready to sell when they're ready to sell. And there's a huge amount of time in between, right? So we may have someone in our database um, who's receiving our newsletter, maybe getting a, you know, a, a calendar a magnet once a year to, to, you know, with all the local sports team events or whatever holidays. Um, what, what do you recommend or what suggestions do you have for agents to continue the conversation, to keep, you know, being front of mind, even though it may be a multi-year, uh, you know, waiting period? So some of the things that I see, uh, obviously a lot of that's going to be with automations. You mentioned newsletter, um, you know, you're going to be sending them emails, whether it's a formatted thing like a newsletter or whether it's just a again an automated email but looks like I wrote you an email right like I sat down and typed it out so in from our perspective what we are looking for is first we we would only be calling or directly trying to approach hand raisers so somebody raises their hand by either registering for the first time or looking at properties on our website being active or engaging with our media we're gonna reach out to them and if they tell us, um, if they have zero time frame whatsoever, like no concept, no time frame whatsoever, we're generally going to just let them stay on our generic either buyer or seller um, automation plans, right? And I'll talk a little bit about some best practices with those. Uh, if somebody says they have some sort of time frame, if they're within a year, we're going to have a touch plan for them that consists of reaching out for phone calls. Uh, text messages, potentially friending them, DMing them, whatever it may be, so that we can stay in front of them so that if that time frame changes and shortens at any period, because sometimes it does, we're there for them. But it can't just be a, I'm going to call you every 30 days, DJ, are you ready to buy yet? Right. There has to be some sort of value to it, right? The conversation has to be slightly different. And we support that with our automation. So <clears throat> you may be, let's say that you are, you're nine months out or so, right? You're somewhere between six to nine months. You have an idea of what you're going to be doing, whether it's buying or selling, and you have some, and you have your why and, and your where and, 
and maybe the how much, whatever it may be, right? But it's not super solid and your time frame's not super solid. We have a process that we teach when you're speaking with a lead. It's called the logical next step. And so if you're anywhere within a year, I'm going to have a conversation with you about moving your uh, telling or giving you the steps, the milestones back from when you're you know, ideal, or even if you don't have one, your supposed time frame is, I'm going to talk you backwards. We're going to tell you what the process is. I'm going to ask you to agree to each step as it goes backwards, if that makes sense. And then that gives me touch points in the future around those specific milestones. And then I'll work you from today going forward. DJ, you know what I'm going to do now is I'll set you up on a search based on the criteria that you have. Um, I'm also going to email you just our getting started packet for buying and best practices and how you can save money and and ensure that you get a great deal. I'll email that over to you. Um, do you think you could take a look at that either tonight or tomorrow? Yeah, that's perfect. Okay, great. Excellent. Then what I'll do is I'll just give you a call tomorrow afternoon and see if you had any questions about that. And, uh, and what I typically do is follow up with people every 30 days or so just to make sure that property search is sending you the right things and see if I need to change it. So now... I worked you, I, we didn't do the scripting part where we work backwards and I can demonstrate it for you if you want. But what I did is I then went to the now, moved you forward with small touches, small agreements about what was gonna happen and why it was gonna happen and got you to agree that we were gonna take a next action. I, you know, the, the whole, this, it, it really almost sounds a little bit like wizardry, right? Because what we're really talking about is systematizing and, uh, and, making something repeatable. Um, this is something that it, it will, will make all of our listeners' lives easier. It's one of those things that when you meet somebody and you have a hot lead or a cold lead, you have a new person to add to your database, and all of a sudden you're excited, you're not sure what to do, you need to remove the excitement from it and push that person through a very specific funnel based upon their own needs and, and objectives and timeline. And what we're really talking about is defining all of this. And this way, once those people enter into your orbit, you know exactly what's happening, what's, what's going to be said, what's going to be sent, what's going to be uh, communicated and, and, approximately how you can, it basically tells you how to run your day every day without having to worry about things falling through the cracks. Um, it's, you know, follow-up we know is everything. Um, I am convinced that I don't have any sort of data to support this, but I'm convinced the vast majority of real estate agents suffer uh, from doing poor uh, poor follow-up strategies. Poor follow-up strategies and inconsistent follow-up strategies. Yes. And listen, I was one of the biggest, uh, you know, um, uh, very guilty of doing this. So back when I was doing all the FISBOs and expireds and for rent by owners and doing all sorts of outbound prospecting, I didn't even run a CRM, DJ. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit that on air. I didn't even run a CRM. If you didn't have an appointment with me or list your property with, with me within the first two to three weeks, I completely forgot about you because I was on to the new ones, right? Yeah. And <clears throat> that was so 
wasteful at the time. Like I, I wish I could go back and just kick my older, uh, my younger self and say, you're driving around in your car with the AC on full blast with the windows down. What are you doing? All right. You're, you're working way harder than you need to. Yeah. So that's, that's another thing. You got You got to have a system. You got to have it in there. Let me talk about some of those automations. I want to add this little nugget in there. A lot of, so people will, you know, come to us and they'll be like, oh, hey, uh, do you have a drip plan? Do you have a really good drip plan I can put people on? And I say, no, I have a framework for you that you have to build in your local market. And you can go to uh, Fiverr or you can go to Upwork and you can find a, a freelance writer to write your emails for you and have them follow this template in your local market because that's going to make the most impact for you. And those automations should also contain, they shouldn't be all sales. It shouldn't be all, are you ready yet? Let me show you how great I am. Let's work together. That could be maybe 25% of that automation. 75% of that automation should be bringing value by educating. It should be entertaining. And then it should be just thinking of you stuff, right? Like a, an automated email that says, hey, DJ, I just checked out this awesome Korean taco place on whatever street. I don't know if you've been there. You should check it out, Dale, right? That's it. Just a thinking of you, not even a link to click on, no pre-formatting. It looks like Dale sat down at his computer and thought about DJ and wanted to tell him about the great Korean taco place around the corner, even though Dale's never done business with DJ. And if you have that sort of thinking of you stuff in there and you've got 5,000 leads in your system and you tell 5,000 of those leads, I'm just thinking about you so much that I want to tell you about Korean tacos, that is a way that you really increase your conversion over time and those people remember you, right? Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I think that is absolutely dead on uh, providing value, right? And so what we're really talking about is, is coming up with reasons to communicate with somebody in a way that they want to be communicated with, right? So this idea is like, who isn't? Uh, always in the, the the mood to learn about a new restaurant, right? Everybody, everybody's always in the mood to learn about a new restaurant. So if you're thinking, well, gosh, I can't think of a reason to reach out to my sphere of influence, my contacts. Well, if, in your local market, check out the new businesses that are going on. This is a perfect reason to reach out. Hey, I just so-and-so has a new blah, blah, blah shop. And I think it's really cool. I've thought about you, check it out right? You're helping the small business owner. You're of course also helping provide value to your customers. This idea of just provide and, and but you know, if you have 5,000 people in your database, you know, it's a lot of uh, individual emails to send, but there are ways to systematize that, to send that out. It's still an authentic, uh, uh, you know, intimate sort of conversation and you're just doing it in a, in a bulk way. And, and it will absolutely continue to work because most people don't think about real estate day to day, right? Like they, they think about their own lives. So anything I felt that can benefit their day to day living, um, you can step in as the real estate agent and provide value there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I'll give you this. This is sort of outside of lead conversion specifically or the scripting and di dialogue that we do. But another thing that we do with our clients is we say, hey, you take your social media account 
and you you figure out how many people you follow or follow you or your friends with and you just create a schedule that you systematically go and you like or comment or share something that they do on an automated basis once each quarter for all of them and you want to hear a crazy secret dj yeah you can hire a virtual assistant to do this for you and you just give them the parameters to follow we do it in my own company. Um, I am a, I, right now. I am probably commenting on something inside some Facebook group somewhere, or giving answers to things. And the secret is, DJ, it's actually not me doing it. Um, you know, but that's how you can increase your presence and in, increase your your touches on people. Um, now, if somebody's going to interact as you, they better have your same voice, right? right? They better be able to speak as you. I have a ghostwriter that I've been working with for probably six years now and sometimes I'll get an article in my inbox and not realize that it came from Dale and I start reading I'm like who's writing about inside sales like this this is good I'm like oh it's mine it's my ghost that's a great article I thought I thought it was a competitor writing amazing stuff it's us writing amazing stuff you know so you know, it doesn't, I think a lot of agents uh, sit around and they overthink it too much. They think it has to be them all the time, that they have to be the ones to do it. But if you can put a process in place and you execute it, something that is simple enough or looks enough like it's bespoke to the people that you're doing it with, yeah. you can even automate that stuff and be and, and be consistently lead generating. What one trillion thousand percent agree uh yeah there's ways to automate uh really a lot of a lot of this and you can capture your voice as an individual and sort of teach your voice to other people that can help um you know communicate with your your sphere with uh, via social media there, there's ways to to project your voice out um and i i you know i absolutely want our audience to check out your website, smartinsightsales.com, because that's where you can learn how to systematize this whole process, right? How, if you're asking yourself, gosh, you know, I don't do as much on social to attract more uh, real estate clients um, as I'd like to. I'd really want to ramp up my Instagram game or my Facebook, um, but I'm not totally sure what to do, or I'm not really sure how to convert, you know, this person who just moved to the area, they used another realtor, but I know in probably a couple of years, they might be wanting to move, or maybe they just rented a place for 12 months. And now I have to want to make sure that I don't forget that, you know, their lease is coming due and maybe they're going to buy. You need to have systems for all of this stuff. You need to have scripting and you need to practice all of it. And Smart Insight Sales is really the place to learn how to, how to create your own custom scripting and processes for this. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the courses you guys provide? Yeah, sure. So our um, Conversion University is the tactical scripting and dialogue training for agents and ISAs. So if you want to learn our strategies for sales conversations, for getting into a conversation with a new lead, for objection handling, for uh, making powerful value statements and, and logical closes to set more appointments and get more contracts, that would be Conversion University. Uh, and so if you're an individual, we have a group placement for you, a small group where you'll, you're held accountable. Your expert trainer helps you increase your business and your contacts and your skills. 
Or if you have a team or brokerage, we do have a dedicated uh, training program for ConversionU where we can come in and teach your agents and or ISAs uh, those sort of techniques and strategies. It's really, really cool stuff. And I, I'm a big fan of skill building. And uh, this is really what we're talking about is, is building skill. And I think that you've fill a very specific niche in, in this industry that doesn't get talked about enough, in my opinion. So I love this. I want really everyone who is listening to head on over to smartinsidesales.com and learn more about what Dale and his company offers. And, and by the way, this is in theory. Uh, this is tried and true and tested empirically. Um, and it, it works. We know that it works. And, you know, the results uh, have well, that you've uh, and your teams have, uh, you know, experienced are just beyond impressive. Um, I actually reached out to some local Keller Williams guys here in our local market. I know you do a lot of work with Keller Williams and they all know who you are. So this is, this is really good stuff, guys head over to smart insight sales. And I believe we have a promo code, um, for a, a discount, which we will be putting, um, in the show notes. So there is a promo code, check the show notes for that to get a bit of a discount on their courses. Um, Dale, I, I just had one last question for you. It, right now with the market shifting, inventories down, rates are up, uh, a lot of realtors who are struggling to you know, get business uh, because of the the recent market change. Um, curious on any suggestions you have for them, what something they could do right now that would really impact the rest of the year for them. <laughs> That's going to sound really self-serving, but improve your scripting and dialogue skills and get into a, a small group that will hold you accountable to making contacts consistently. So, that self-serving statement is absolutely 150% true, and it's exactly what I would do if I were still in real estate production myself facing this current market. But here's what I would say. The key differentiator for myself and for anyone else who's been uh, successful, I went through the 08 market, the financial collapse of 2008. I went through the 2020 coronavirus business shutdown where where none of my our company's clientele could continue selling real estate uh, for between three and uh, five months, which is terrifying as a sales training company. But listen, the differentiating factor there was when those things happened, I say to myself, I can either have a pity party and roll over and die and wait for it to be the way that I want it to be, or I can get in front of this and find more people with dollars with houses who want to transact with me and I can get them to transact with me. Those are my two choices. And so I tend to opt for, you know, after a very brief pity party, I then start looking for more people to interact with me and to do business with me. If you do the same thing and you do that consistently, you can weather anything. And I imagine it smooths out the the storms as well, because you're really just running the machine, right? You're running the machine every day. You're turning it on and you're you're doing your push-ups, as I said earlier, right? You're, yes. you're just following the path. And if you follow the path, it takes a lot of the anxiety, the fear, 
uh, you know, these are well-trodden paths, right? Dale has created well-trodden paths. He has worked with the number two Keller Williams team in his area. I mean, he's worked with lots and lots of teams. Um, he's obviously a superstar. So utilize, leverage his experience, right? You leverage his experience, add those, uh, those systems into your business and make your life a little easier so that when a new lead comes your way, whether it's you're calling a for sale by owner or expired, or you meet somebody at a cocktail party, you automatically know what you're, what you're going to be saying, what they're going to be receiving and how you're going to be communicating with them. That's if you can create that for yourself, your business essentially runs, right? And, and you can plug people into it, but you need to have the structure set up. Dale can help you do that. So please, please reach out to smartinsidesales.com. I want everyone to check them out. They're, they're the real deal. We know there's a lot of different courses about how to sell, how, but there's not a lot of courses about how to systematize. And that's what they really focus on. And I want you guys to check it out, smartinsidesales.com. And um, also there is a, a promo code which we will put in the show notes. So check that out in our show notes on behalf of all of our listeners. Uh, we want to thank Dale for his time on the show today. He's incredible. And so Dale, thank you on behalf of, of our listeners and also on behalf of Dale and myself, we want to thank our audience for continuing to listen and support our show. The best way you can help us continue to grow is by telling a friend. Think of one other real estate professional that could benefit from hearing this great conversation we just had with Dale about systematizing their business and send them a link to our website, which is keepingitrealpod.com. Every episode we've ever done can be streamed right from there or if the person listens to podcasts, just have them pull up any podcast app, search for keeping it real, hit that subscribe button, and that will help us reach more ears. So Dale, thank you so much. I had a great, uh, great conversation and um, really appreciate you being on the show. Thank you so much. I always enjoy it.